this scissor me timbers. Slip in the man. Is, oh my goodness, man. What the, the man. hell just happened? Oh my goodness, man. What the hell just happened? What is going on? Hold on. Uh, Giggities is already starting off on fire, man. Yeah, How's everybody doing? Already Welcome starting back off on to fire, man. How's doing? Welcome back to Slip hold on. in the man. Hold on. Hold it. Hold it. Oh, I have you on hold this on. window. I had a whole other browser. We are all oh, messed you have up. Another browser. We're all messed so up. So one thing that I'm learning is that I don't have the desktop audio open on my my end, so no one can hear me. Apparently, it's not actually playing through. Um, I don't know, man. We're trying to do this co-stream thing, and right now I can't even figure out how to get the desktop audio playing on my um, on my laptop. So there's that. Like usually, it just comes with it, right? It, it, it might, it, it might. Maybe you need I to have my stream actually thing? open, like on an actual, um, like whatever browser you use, just so you have the audio coming through that. Maybe. Well, it, I don't even have the audio mixer on it. Huh? Is this being recorded? Because it should be. It is recorded, so we're good. Every second. I feel like we, we take a few weeks off, we come back, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We yeah. don't know how this is going to go. We don't have any script. Nope. I just hit my man up, and I was like, we just got to talk sports. There's so much, so many sports going on, so much stuff going on. It, it, it's, it's absolutely incredible. What the hell is going on with Aaron Rodgers? I thought he was smart. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't surprise me in a way, but in a way it does, but in a way it doesn't really. Because I mean, he does. I mean, look at him. He, I mean, he's he definitely has that hippie vibe. You know, he's just like, oh, everything's natural. I don't want to do anything to my body, kind of thing. I can see that yeah. too. But you know, you think that with how NFL looks at it, you know, and if something happens like that, it gets fined. What fifteen grand? We get fined. Yeah, um, fifteen grand for the pack or for Aaron Rodgers, three hundred grand for the Packers. Yeah, three hundred grand for the whole team. Um, and it's that's just absolutely incredible because what are the Packers doing in this situation, right? So there's only so far that I can blame Aaron Rodgers in this situation. You know, he obviously did not know what he was doing. Um, he, he, you know, he's immunized. He obviously lied. The reporters and the media did not ask him anything more about that. And then the Packers were like, shit. Um, we we can't let this guy get this lie get out. And then the lie got out, and now they're having to pay three hundred dollars because they didn't know how to tell this man either tell the truth, or just tell this man that he has to follow the other protocols. The exactly. the league has been continuously making accommodations for people who don't want to get vaccinated. Society has continued to make accommodations for people who don't want to be vaccinated. And he just broke the rules. Yeah. On top of that, an organization did not force him to follow the rules. And I don't know which one's the bigger problem. I totally agree with you, too. And, and this adds on to this dilemma within the organization of the Green Bay Packers having an mm -hmm. issue with Aaron Rodgers. It's just another chapter to the story here. I mean, this it's just... You can't make it up, man. It's at first it's just the frustrations, and then now it's just a whole this whole um, vaccinated and being not on the same page and trying to cover this all up, and then now it's out, and it's just it's a mess, man. It's a shame the Packers organization. You look at them, you look at them as one of the prestige organizations, and 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 in the NFL, and this is just mm -hmm. really bad look for them. Yeah, and. We don't even know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be back for the game against the Seahawks. No. Um, which is absolutely incredible. But we know who's back, um, though. Russell Wilson's back. 
Russell Wilson will be back, which makes it even more frustrating that Aaron Rodgers couldn't just be on his shit. I know. This, this would be a hell of a matchup. I mean, two great quarterbacks going at it. I always love to see that matchup, Seahawks and Packers, with Rodgers and Wilson going head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, man. I fixed the stuff on my stream. I finally added the desktop audio, so we once again are back, baby. Finally, yeah, I mean, just, you're gonna have a little the the kinks, you know. We gotta, you gotta yeah, you work gotta out, work gotta out stretch. the kinks with this co-stream thing, exactly. Because you know, what you want to get hours, I want to get hours. Exactly, too. you know what? How are we gonna do this thing? Yeah, I don't want you to, you know, you're trying, you're doing it, with not getting hours on your side. That's not mess, that's not right, man. It's messed up. Yeah, but you know, we'll, we'll figure. It. It, ain't, it ain't all about the hours, but. Hey, we're on a lazy river, man. We're just sitting here letting we're it ride. We're just trying to go somewhere, right? We're just trying to go somewhere. So an- another thing, um, because you pissed me off yesterday, I I absolutely needed some butt hurt cream when I saw that that Fairmouth. Yeah, Fairmouth had a a grade that was two points higher than Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. I was, I was surprised like, too. This shit. <laughs> I, I was just like, man, Mitch is gonna rub this in my face. You know, I was gonna try to come up with all these excuses, like how Pitts wasn't getting the ball, how like you know he wasn't really a tight end, and then I decided there was no argument I was gonna win because you don't know what that grade means. I don't know what that grade means. I think I know what that grade means a little bit more than you. Probably. But you got that dub. You, just, you won that one. Stats don't lie. You just wait till the end of the season, and you, you better hope that, what's his name, Peter Fair, Fairmouth? Pat Fairmouth. Where is he from, England? Penn State. Hmm. Baby Gronk, baby. Ba- baby Gronk? They've called him Baby Gronk since high school. You, you know why this tight end has a better... Rating than um, Kyle Pitts. Why is that? Because your bum QB keeps dinking and dunking to him. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but have you seen the contested catches he's made, though? I think that's why his grades higher. Now, Mitch, Mitch, let's not play dumb. I, I'm just saying he has done no, that. No, 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 Mitch, you don't play dumb. You know damn well I ain't watching no no Pittsburgh game. Okay. Even when it's the well, only game how, on. How am I going to see some contested catch if I I, I don't want to watch Cook QBs? Okay. My QB's not cooked. Well, I mean, Ben is 4 0 in the last four games with no interceptions. First time in his whole the career. Pit, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 4 0. But he's the quarterback. He, he's, he's, he is driving the ship, baby. Don't. <laughs> What does that even mean? That means he's controlling it, man. He he can mess it all up by throwing turnovers, interceptions, but he's not. Last four yeah, games, how about, he's not. How about, how about the ref getting in the way of um, the Bears winning? I mean, that that is frustrating. Right, what do you got to say about that? You let Justin Fields, who had been a bum up until this point, and now he showed me something, which we'll get to in a second. You let that man come back on y'all. Yeah, I mean it is frustrating, and like, and all honesty, Steelers should have lost that game with all the refs of what they caused and let the Steelers stay in the game and let them up to one, even adding three points to a field goal because it was they were gonna it was fourth down or was it turnover? What was it? Turnover and downs or something like that? But it ended up extending the drive. They ended up getting a field goal, mm-hmm. and those three points mm-hmm. did come up big. Um, and the mm-hmm. factor of the end of the end result, but yeah, the the, the Steelers just they just blew up. They're up twenty to six to start of the fourth quarter, and end up blowing the lead once again, like they have been all year. It's just like they get complacent, and that's just Mike Tomlin for mm-hmm. you too. He just I think that's that's on the coaching as well, getting those yeah. guys to keep the the pedal to the metal because if not, they just let off the gas, and the the, the offense has them where they're at, and the defense was playing well. Then they just like the defense just like right. okay. All right, let's let it ride the rest of the game, and then that's when mm-hmm. the other team always just makes a comeback. Yeah, you know, one thing is um, that I realized that was really upsetting to me um, after I the uh, Pittsburgh game. I was like, man, that would have been some epic shit if both of our teams had these big ass leads and almost blew that shit. Only for our aging quarterback 
to go down the field and, and kick a field goal. That's right. They still got it. So a little gas I, left in the tank, I mean, baby. I, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the light, the, the, the gas light's on, but yeah, there's still some gas left. The, the gas light's on. The engine light is on. <laughs> the, um, the, the tires are low. On. <laughs> Goodness gracious. The Steelers somehow, and, and just like the Falcons somehow, still have a chance to make the playoffs. It's, it's amazing. I, I, I don't get it. Right now, the Falcons are in the driver's seat of the the seven the seven seed. That's insane. Only thing I can think of, the only only reasoning I can think of, is just any given Sunday. I guess they just never know what's going to happen, especially this year. There really isn't that many favorites out there besides a few, but like the, the Chiefs aren't what we thought they were at all. Like beginning of the season, they've shown yeah, what's it there. With them? Oh, I, I couldn't even tell you. I know their defense going into the season was definitely their weakness, but now it's looking like their offense now is struggling. They're playing well. The defense has been playing pretty yeah. well. Yeah, and now the offense for, is struggling. For the past, I'd say two to three weeks. Yeah. Um, and and you know what I've I, I saw a stat. Um, I think it was in their last game that they played um, because they were in the game of the week against um, Green Bay and um, Jordan Love, who that's your first round pick. And then he's in his second year. Sheesh. We'll yeah. get back to him, too. But Patrick Mahomes isn't hitting on his long roots. Those He used to be able to just throw it up in Tyreek Hill or Miko Hardeman. We're going to be under those balls, or or um, what's his name that's in Baltimore now? Uh, Sammy Sammy Sam Watkins. Watkins. Yeah, they were they were going to be under that ball. They aren't catching those balls, and those balls are starting to turn into um, interceptions. Um, yep. His on those balls that um, I think they said that on passes that travel thirty um, plus yards or more. Um, the completion percentage was cut in half. I think his interception rate has damn near quadrupled. And the touchdowns have been more than half. So when you think about a team that was able to put up points, and they're still able to put up points, but they, they're they in that 22 to 24 points per game range when they used to be in that 28 points per yeah. game range and that's a big difference that's damn near a touchdown difference and that's a huge reason why what's going on with um with those deep passes is really hurting this offense mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's not extending plays it's not um and it's keeping their defense um on the sideline too or uh, uh, they're keeping their defense on the field too much and when a bad defense is on the field too much that's what happens and lets teams hang in and damn near come back. Because that bum, Jordan Love, damn near came back on them. They let him hang around. Exactly. It was insane because I actually took the uh, Packers. I was getting a little nervous there because I, I thought Packers were going to cover you know, easy. And then I'm, I'm over here yeah. sweating at the end of the game and they just barely pulled it off. But like I, I couldn't believe that they still had a chance to even win the game really i mean just being down what it was a six point game at the end of the day the mm-hmm. 13-7 i think i think it was the final score but i another thing i think that's a big factor in the chiefs struggles is the running game they have no running back like they have no elite running back so they haven't had really anyone since uh jamal charles or cream hunt really i'm um, after that yeah after well that, cream hunt was that dude for kansas city but he you was. know he's been a real disappointment Clyde Edwards Elaine. Yeah, yeah. And that's what um, I was even, getting. And he's to. hurt right now, but it's not like he was doing anything no. when he was at on when he was at um it's not like he was doing anything when he was playing. Dude mm-hmm. was fumbling, dropping passes, wasn't hitting the hole hard. You know, he just generally did not look good. No. He did not. It's um, disappointing for being in that first round pick. Even though it was a late first round pick out of LSU, that thought big things, and I thought big things from him, especially last year, like drafting him early in the and fantasy leagues, and uh, mm-hmm. he didn't do too bad last year, but he's still 
got away with more stuff. I think now this year is more pressure on him and it's showing what he truly is. Yeah, but I mean, how much pressure is is, is actually on him? It you know he's like the well, the third option. Oh, I mean like offensively, maybe even the fourth option. As a team, the pressure is on the offense. Is what I was not uh-huh. what I meant. Oh, okay, I got you. because like the defense, you lost more than even last year. That now it's really the pressures on the yeah. offense to really score points, and that's how you win. It's all about outscoring the opponent mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And, and I appreciate you, Giggities, being in both chats. You're the real MVP, bro. You're the real MVP. <laughs> I it, I walked away from this week of football just kind of thinking, what the hell happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, same here. The Jaguars beat the Bills, and the Bills only scored six points. <laughs> Which is absolutely insane. After they're averaging like almost thirty points per game. Um, the the Dallas Cowboys got their booty spanked from the by what team was the that? Broncos? The Broncos out of the gate, man. The Broncos just came, just they were ready to play, man. I was and not they didn't that. score until like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like, how does that happen? This is a team that could have possibly been the top team in the league. They could have been seen as the top team in the league. I can tell you how it happened. It's a trap. It's a trap game. Trap game. Looking ahead. Look at to the Falcons. Hey, to the Falcons. They just thought the Broncos were just a. All right, we got this. Nobody is looking ahead to the Falcons. Everybody feels confident playing the Falcons, and it's a well, no matter what's a trap game. They just played down to the opponent at the, at the end of the day. They might not have been looking ahead to the Falcons, but they definitely it was a trap game, thinking that they, the prep going into it, and they just kind of probably were more. And the walkthrough is like, oh, okay, we got this kind of thing. The, the well, confidence. I mean, it was it was on offense and defense. You know, you giving up thirty points and you don't score over seven. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yep, NFL, that's bad. Yeah, that, absolutely terrible. And Broncos have a decent defense, but still not. I mean, the Cowboys have one of the best offenses, at least top five offense in the league. So, with Dak Prescott helm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what? When are people going to stop saying that Lamar Jackson isn't a good QB? Uh, that's a good question. And um, they should stop now. I, honestly, the, the the throws he's made this year, especially like for me, I had my doubts with him, at least with his arm, before the season based on so far in his career but this year you can tell he's really worked in the offseason on his throws because the throws he's made this year have been very impressive and he's really he knows that he needs to build up his arm strength and his throws to make him able to last longevity in the NFL because one day the legs aren't going to be all there that he's going to have to rely on that arm eventually and if he can get it all put together right now he can be that Michael Vick type of uh, quarterback I just don't get people hating on his arm. I know. Dude dude balls out. Mm-hmm. He and he uses his arm. He is a past first guy. I I just I just don't get how dude is passing all over people, tearing it up, and people are still like, oh, they figured him out. And why aren't they saying that about Josh Allen? Did they figure Josh Allen out now? Uh, or they just say that about Lamar Jackson. I think it's those people that are trying to they hate Lamar Jackson because he's doing things that most quarterback the the, the atypical quarterback before like before besides Vic he's kind of an outlier. But a main quarterback is just a pocket passer, doesn't scramble too much, and all these newer quarterbacks, especially when it can scramble, they just are trying to find ways of like oh just try to get rid of him almost and just kind of. Like, oh, you know, he doesn't have an arm. He's he's gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get hurt. He's always running. He's gonna take a hit. He's gonna you know, hurt himself, and then he's gonna be. He's not gonna last in the NFL because gonna injuries are gonna affect him. Look at like uh, RG three, for example. Same kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. it's just more that the game's evolving, and people are just not. They're like dinosaurs and don't want it to evolve. They just want it the same old like the pocket passers, Brett Favre kind of. You know, gunslinger quarterback that's just a gunslinger pretty much, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's just more they're just trying to hate on him than anything. 
Yeah. And and I mean I I I, I believe that's exactly what that is, um, because it's it just honestly makes no sense. It no. it just honestly makes no sense. And I I I just want people to hold the same standard that they have for every QB as they are holding for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And quite frankly, Lamar Jackson is getting a lot more hate than what is actually deserved. It, it, it just makes no sense. I agree. Like I said, I was, I wouldn't say I was a hater, but you know, I, I had my doubts with him, but he's proved me wrong this year, especially with his improvements. Mm-hmm. So, Derrick Henry goes down. Mm-hmm. Do you expect this from the Titans? I still thought they were going to cover um, Sunday night, but I was not expecting them to be that like dominant. Still, like like nothing changed really. Besides, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you got Adrian Peterson. I, I like the pickup because I really think that Adrian Peterson, even if he gives them just a little bit of gas, like like his engine lights on as well, and all all the the gaslight everything. But I still think there's mm-hmm. some left in the tank there, where and you still have him, and you don't—he doesn't have to play every down. So you're gonna keep him fresh, and when you need like a big run or need those extra yards, he's the guy right now, I believe, and he's got the mm-hmm. size like Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. Then they have what's the other guy, Mc, McKissick or what is his name or no, something, not McKissick, um, um, McKinley. It might be something like that, Mick something. It- yeah, McNichols. 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 McNichols, that's right. Yeah, yeah that, gracious. got it. Yeah. It was going to be one of them damn it's, things. It's a Mick for sure. We knew that. <laughs> the Irish man. But they have, so I think with those two, as long as they can just, they don't have to do everything. They don't have to have the workload because they have to adjust their offense, obviously, because Derrick Henry mm-hmm. had the percentage of snaps and, and, and plays that ran through him, literally, um, was you, you can't replace that with with anyone, even with you have multiple running backs, because they're not going to be able to be as productive. So as long as they can at least get a few yards per carry, do that, just get just make the run game respectable, mm-hmm. and just open up everything else. I think they're just going to be fine. But it is a big loss, of course. But like I said, I was not expecting, especially against probably the best team in the NFL at the time, um, the the Rams, who they beat on the road in LA. Which was very impressive, and Titans are a team you don't want to play right now because their defense is and really good definitely too. Definitely a team you don't want to play, and it's and it's just absolutely crazy because you think that with their best offensive weapon, Julio Jones hasn't really been doing much because he's been hurt, mm-hmm. um, and and even AJ Brown has been down. Um, what's his name? Ryan Tannehill hasn't been. Yeah, <laughs> Tannehill hasn't been that guy, um, but you know he did a lot better. Now you know Justin just said uh, slip in the tap man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's messed up. Goodness gracious, that that's funny, man. Oh. That's some funny shit. Anyway, <laughs> but. I think what that really says, because this was my this was my preseason pick for Super Bowl was the Rams. Yeah. I don't know if the Rams are good or not. They're definitely playoff. I, well, I, I don't know if they're top tier or not. Yeah. I think, I think they're, they're good. They'll be playoffs. But um, like how good are they? That's I I couldn't tell you either, honestly. Because I know well. Do we know if OBJ is officially in LA? Oh yeah, there he's official. He's there. Okay, so that we'll see. I mean, Stafford, another weapon for him. But I'm more surprised with like the defense not doing. Like, I guess they're not as dominant as I thought they were going to be. Especially getting Von. Well, Von Miller didn't play Sunday. He'll he'll be there next week. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see if that makes a difference on the defensive side. Of course, you yeah, have Jalen Ramsey still locks down everybody, and Darren Donald, Aaron Donald making. Um, just uh, the pressure on quarterbacks constantly, but still, um, I think it's. I th- I think they're a good team. We'll see. This is going to be a big once they add these additions of Von Miller and OBJ of how much they improve, or are they going to stay the same? So if they stay the same, then I'll know they're probably not that great. You put OBJ with Sean McVay, 
and I think it's going to work beautifully. Yeah. Cooper Cup is already on historic pace to do yeah. some incredible shit. Cooper Cup, incredible. Um, and and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I think that this will because I'm an OBJ fan. I, I really am an OBJ fan. I think this is going to give them a chance um, to show that, like, he is still one of the better wide receivers in the league, and he doesn't have to be that number one guy. And I think OBJ absolutely knows that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And the the crazy thing is too with um, with the Rams in this sense is that um, there's there. But with Cooper Cup especially, like I still consider him underrated. Like I feel like he still has an underrated feeling, even though he is putting numbers now. Like he won't be after the season, but for some reason he just feels like he's he's getting talked about. But it's still like, and you see the other receivers like the even DeAndre Hopkins, which he, that's another story. If he's kind of been struggling as well, um, but it's just like these. Yeah, he's been hurt a little bit. Yeah, he's been played through injuries, but it's like Cooper Cup still like as hear his name i mean of course they're talking about historic stuff but like even he's been putting up numbers for a while it's just been his injuries has been and setting him back but really it's it's just like i don't know I just feel like he's underrated still it's almost like a godwin situation like chris godwin when he first um broke out so the same kind of thing i think this was his finally his time to really truly break out mm-hmm. and it was oh, yeah. a long time coming we knew it was coming right But I, I think that what I think in AFC, what shifted so far in the season to this point is that the Bills were up here. Of course, they lost the Steelers for week one, but then they just went on a tear. And the Titans lost to the Jets. They were like, okay, man, what's, what's wrong with the Titans? And they just like shifted places. I mean, it's just like those two teams just shifted, in my opinion. Because Titans defense mm-hmm. is really good as well. Yeah, the Titans defense has, they, they've always been a sneaky team. Yeah. Um, but now like they're really showing that like they can they can really be about that life. And they, that addition of Bud Dupree, and I knew when the Titans got Bud Dupree, I'm like, oh my, that's mm, that's a really, really good, good sign. Bud Dupree mm-hmm. um, really started to come into his own over the past like season and a half. Because he um, had a, he had a Pittsburgh. big injury season ending last year, so that's my thing was how is he going to come back off that injury? Mm-hmm. And so far, I mean, he's back to pretty much same yeah. old himself. Yeah, it is a tough gamble, but, um, you know, it, it's good to see people bounce back like that. But, you know, it's good for him that he, he took a chance on himself going to some other place. And then, you know, he's balling. That's right. This is one of the first years where I feel like the NFC is overloaded with talented teams um, that – Typically, the AFC has at least one or two teams that are up there, but they don't have any right now. No. Titans really is the ones, but even them, we saw what they were at the beginning of the season, so you know what they can be. The Jets even beat them. So obviously, any team's beatable, but they're very beatable if the Jets can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's just no dominant team. The Chiefs, the way they're playing. Um, Ravens, I think, are probably up there right now. With the consistency so far, I mean, it, but they have been with the Ravens though. They, they, the, the the Lions and the Vikings. These two, those two games, the Vikings on Sunday, when they went up going overtime and Justin uh, Tucker bailed them out on a field goal that they probably should have lost both of those games. Mm-hmm. And right. so they they really aren't. I mean, they're obviously not as dominant mm-hmm. like like a like a true dominant you know number one seed team would be. So really, like you said, I can't even think of another team. I mean, Chargers were looking good for a while, but then they've lost. You know, it's just it's crazy. It is crazy how you said that NFC is definitely the dominant um, conference this year. Hmm. Yeah, you know, we typically don't do breaks within slipping a man, but my dog is absolutely going crazy. I see him looking at you there. Yeah, I know. Can we get a three-minute break for me? Three minute. All right, let's yeah. do it. All right, I'll be back. Be right back.
we're back. All right, man. I, dogs, man. They don't know when they want to pee. They don't know when they don't want to pee. And it's just like, my goodness, man. But we we are back, and and this guy, this guy. I've never seen this man walk so much. It's an it's an old ass dog, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so so you know he's chilling. He doesn't want to go for walks. This man wanted to do the longest walk outside. Started walking all the way around the house. I'm just like, yo, you gotta be kidding me. Where where does this energy come from? Well, I mean, a dog has been around, man. He he thinks he owns the place, man. He does think he owns the place. Listen, I I can tell you one thing. Miss Slip might say that he owns this place, but he doesn't. <laughs> I own this place. <laughs> oh, okay, now. I, I I hope she's not in the stream again. How about that? Because um, you know, I got in trouble last time that happened. But yeah. you know, put Big Red in the chat if you got him. Dog tripping, but. Dog tripping. Uh, that, that, that's what he does. Uh, anyway. We were talking about AFC teams and... and NFC. Just, the weight of the, 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 the NFC's up here while the AFC, the weight's all the way down, you know. It, but, but before the season, look, AFC was predicted to have more. Yeah. But it, it's completely turned the tables. Yes. I think that's mainly because... I don't think anybody expected um, the the Cowboys to be this good. Um, I don't think anybody expected Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals to be this good. Um, you know, the Bucks. Of course, people expected them to be good. Um, the Rams were expect once they got Stafford. I think they thought that was yeah, a piece I, that they were I, really good. But they didn't expect them to be. They came out the gates hot. Yeah. And then, then they kind of had, they've had two losses where it's just like, what's going on? They don't, where it's like, you question if they're actually a complete team. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you put the Rams in the AFC, they're probably one of the best, which is just absolutely wild. Yeah, it really is. And, and like the Packers as well, like they, how they turned the tables. After the first game, we're like, what is wrong with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? And then they won, what, seven in a row? After that, eight in a row now? Oh, no, no they lost. They I lost. Think, they lost. No, 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 seven in a row. They lost against the Chiefs. That's right. Because it's Jordan Love. That's right. They won seven in a row, though. After six in a row. Game. Was it six? I, yeah, I think we're only in week eight. We're week, no, last week was week nine. Well, but there was a bye. Was there a bye? They, it, last week was week nine, which is hard to believe. And it's kind of hard to believe, man. Season's halfway over. I know. No, this years, everything is just flying, man. It's Rolling quick, man. Down the hill. Can't stop it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what to do with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing all these things out there. Anyway, who are your favorites out of the NFC and AFC right now? So you mean just one team from each, like the like the Super Bowl favorites, or? Uh huh. Oh man, this is tough now. Um, whew, for NFC, AFC, I'll go first. Um, man, it's either one or two teams. I think Bills and the the Titans. I think right now, probably AFC Championship in my opinion right now. And I think not having Henry. I still think Bills come out. I think Bills are still going to be that AFC team. And mm-hmm. for the NFC, I am I'm thinking about the Rams now, still, especially with the additions they just got, and they're go, they're mm-hmm. like, they literally they obviously have shown they're all in with the moves they've made in the, during the season here, these trades, so yeah. or pickups. Really wasn't a trade with OBJ, it was just a signing, but still, I think I think I'm still with the Rams. I think they still have the the balance of the defense and offense that it takes to mm-hmm. be a uh, a champion. So. I'm going to go with the Bills and Rams. How about you? Bills and Rams. Right now, teams where I look at them right now and there's no way I want to face them in the playoffs, in the NFC, I don't want to to face um, the Arizona Cardinals. And in the AFC... I don't want to face the Ravens. Yeah, 
I think Ravens were up there too. It was like I had the three teams that I was trying to pick from, but yeah, Ravens they're that team. And I'm not saying that um, right now they're the best teams in any conference, but they're two teams that when they when they get high, their highs are really high. Yep, they're hard to match up against once they get to that point. Um, and even their their lows aren't too bad, you know. Um, I, I think about that um, that game that the Cardinals lost not too long ago against what was that the Colts that they lost to? I think it might have been. I think they lost to the Colts and a game that was extremely surprising. Um, but it's like they it still came down to the wire. Um, I think they made a, a couple bad plays or they made one bad play at the end where the wide receiver didn't know that the pass was going his way. Mm-hmm. And, and and that that's all it was. Yeah. And that, well, I remember that play vividly too. I'm just like, man, that's just play to just you wish you had back and just were on the same page because it just cost mm-hmm. them. But, you know, it happens with any team and you know, there's always miscommunication plays and and the quarterback and receiver not on the same page because it's crazy how much they are on the same page normally, which is crazy the chemistry that they have and the practice they put mm-hmm. in with that. It just shows. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, that I, the Cardinals are definitely. I mean, I had them making the playoffs like a wild card, but I mean, like right now, and I think another reason the Rams are making the moves is because they know the Cardinals are that good. So if they even want to win the division. They still got to keep adding and going like all in just to be able to win the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There is one question I have to ask you. I can't believe you haven't covered it yet. How does it feel to be a champion? Oh, Atlanta man. Braves. It feels, it feels like it, it feels chance. like being a champion. Ah. I mean, what what can I say? It feels good to say that I have the best team in the world. Hey, man, you better chill. Big Ray. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's like, upset right now, and I'm not even sure why he's upset. But. I'm the best team. The Atlanta Braves are the best team in the world right now. And there's nothing that y'all losers can say. Because everybody who's not a Braves fan, you are a loser. <laughs> I'm used to so, it. So, I mean, the real the real question is, how does it feel to be a loser? Same old, same old for me. So, I, nothing new. <laughs> yeah, the old, old, old Pittsburgh ain't spending money. Nope. But uh, that's what I said. say. It's just so you have that bragging rights all the way up until March when the season begins, or late March or early April, whenever it is, until the season starts. But even then, you're still mm-hmm. defending champs as you're going into the World Series next year. You're defending champs. You guys are the ones to beat, and you know, let's beat the defending champs. And yeah. so that, that's, I, that's amazing. I think it's just amazing that it's it's you know they lose their best player. They make some underrated trades, you know, trades that no one thought. It was like, man, they, they, they're taking long shots. And yep. they just worked. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just crazy that it, it came to that. Um, there was, at the point where I knew that this team was had the possibility of really doing some damage was the first game of the... NLCS. Okay. When the Braves were able to win um, off of a walk-off um, in that game, because up until that point, they had continued to um, like keep up with the Dodgers, and the Dodgers could not pull away from them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Dodgers were scored, then the Braves were scored. The Dodgers were scored, and then the Braves would score. And the, the Braves pitching was really excellent with that bullpen but once they had that walk off i was like oh this this team has something it, it they just had that juice had the juice um i mean i i really don't know what else to describe it as is that they had that um they didn't have momentum i'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh come on now they, they, it wasn't momentum it it was it it's not momentum that they had but every single game you saw the Braves fighting, and you could not pull them, put them, put them away. Yeah, that's one thing I was going to mention. It's just they kept scoring runs. They kept 
you know, they just like just couldn't keep them at bay. I mean, every, almost every yep. game in the series, it seemed like that they all mm-hmm. closed for the most part, and they just yeah. and that impressed me a lot because you know going in, you look at the Bra- the uh, the Dodgers as that team, like you were saying, like they're the ones with the offense that like they're the ones that are hard. You're n- no lead safe with the Dodgers, and but with the Braves, were that team in the playoffs this year. No matter what, they just like I said, kept fighting and they just kept um, chipping away. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, you know, people are still discounting the Braves for what they did. <laughs> they, the Brewers won ninety five games. The Braves won that series three to one. The Dodgers won one hundred and seven games. The Braves won that series in six games. The Houston Astros won nine ninety six games or something around there. The Braves won that series in six games. None of these series were relatively close. Braves had three one leads on all of them. That's right. All of them. There's nothing you can say about that. I saw this one stupid motherfucker on Twitter, and I got to call him oh. a stupid motherfucker. I'm All right, sorry. Get the popcorn ready. Come on. Goodness gracious. This man said, well, the Braves are lucky. The Dodgers, they didn't play the Dodgers in a 10-game series. It's what are you talking about? A 10-game series? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? What is that guy smoking? I don't know, but it's like, yo... What makes you think that a 10-game series would have changed the outcome? Exactly. It's just like, oh, you know, that it can't be right. Let's just, we've got to do, like, a recount. So it's like, it's just a recount. We've got, to, we've got to keep it going. There's no way it was right. Thanks, Kern. They won 95 games. But the, it, come on. You beat, you beat a team in six games. That's not close. Yeah. You know how hard that is? Mm-hmm. It's extremely I, hard. I just, I hate people like that too. It's just like they can't accept the fact. There's always denial. They always got it. Like, oh wait, but if there was this, there wouldn't happen. And these people trying to cheapening up this this World Series. Exactly. Thing. It's just like, yo, take it for what it is. The qualifications is that you win three games in the division series. You win game. Fi- you win four games in a championship series, and then you win four games in the World Series. That's what they did. They are champions. Shut the hell up. Get out of here. Get them out. I agree with you, man. That's that's just blasphemy, man. At this point, it it's, it, it really makes no sense. It's, it I, I really feel like people don't have a healthy way of looking at sports without trying to disprove stuff. Yo, if they won. Quit saying that. Oh, it, it's like it's like looking at the um, the Buccaneers and in, in Chiefs Super Bowl uh, last year and saying, "Well, if they played eight quarters, they they the the, the Chiefs would have probably won." It's like, but there's only four. Yeah, it's been that way for years since it's been created. So why would they? Yeah, that's just there's no sense at all. It's extremely and, off the wall. You know, I, I bring these things up because mainly. Um, Scott Boris came out and said that um, the Braves World Series was won because of teams taking, and it makes no, it makes absolutely no sense that the trade deadline in trading acquisition, trade acquisitions have been around in baseball for a very long time. Yeah, that is. That's just the crux of what it is. There's only one team that can win every single year. When a team knows that they're bad enough that they can't win, they sell they sell pieces to build for the next year. Mm-hmm. It it's I just I'll tell I just you don't get it. I'll tell you what happened. Braves won a deadline. Every single acquisition yeah. they made contributed, besides maybe Richard Rodriguez. But he's a pirate. He's a pi- <laughs> but he's a pirate. So what can you expect? 
Yeah, he he, he did but, well for a second, and then he just started giving up yeah. home runs, which is crazy because he, he he was dominant for this whole year up to that point with the Pirates. So he, was he wasn't he wasn't dominant when you look at the uh, when you look at the stats. He was giving up fly balls. They just weren't turning into, um, they just weren't turning into home runs. Okay. And then and then that 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 came way back to the mean for him in the last month of the season. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, Besides that one outlier, the other, the main, which Richard Rodriguez wasn't really supposed to be, like, I know with you, with Will Smith was, like, during the season was very stressful to watch and just really couldn't oh, close the door. So, I still stressful to watch in the post. <laughs> well, but he really got um, But done every, every, every pitch is stressful to watch. Yeah. And when you're in that, you know, every pitch matters then. So, really, yeah. you're, you're on the edge of your seat, especially. Mm-hmm. But it's just every series, it seemed like one of the acquisitions did something and were, like, the, MVPs of those series, pretty much. Absolutely. And and they, and looking on the outside, people were like the names they got. It's like, oh, you know, they're. I see the next Soler. That's a. I know that he he can contribute. Okay. And Rosario, he's hurt right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that could be some depth there. But really, like, and I like that as a small market fan that those kind of trades and that and that gives me hope as a pirate fan that. Pirates could make those kind of moves. Those weren't expensive moves. They, they didn't mm-hmm. do anything major to get to get those guys. So I really think that that gives me hope as well. So I, I like seeing teams that do that and it turns into success like that, and then they pay off like that. Which, like I said, anything can happen at trade deadline. You can go big and they're going to play big. You could go big and spend big and they're not going to produce at all, and it's just like a waste. But it's it's yeah. just it, it's chance at this. You know, it's just it's just you're betting. That's mm-hmm. all it is. But it was just it was really great to see, though, and especially for the city of Atlanta as, as well, not having a championship oh, throughout man. that long. Yeah, and- the, as an Atlanta fan, um, you know, uh, because Braves country has a lot of a lot of different states that encompass it. You know, it has the top half of or the the panhandle and top portion of Florida has the Carolinas, has Tennessee, um, Alabama, goes into even Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's all the Braves country, and you, you can't discount the TBS effect. Yep. So Braves country is absolutely huge. But in terms of Atlanta fans and what this championship meet, meant for Atlanta, it, it completely tore down all of this narrative of Atlanta sports just can't do anything right. There's always a curse. And now I ain't got to hear that shit. Yeah. Because that shit hurts. I'm sure. It I, really does. I'm sure. It, it's, you know, just constantly hearing about that stuff. It, it's just like, yo, yeah, I watch every game. I know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. But the way that came out and they just handled their business, like I said, winning in four games, winning in six games, winning in six games, that's not easy to do. Not they never faced an elimination game throughout the playoffs. It's absolutely And insane. that's just absolutely incredible. It is. It sure is. Um and it one it, it feels like a weight's lifted off of me because like that's one of my first like real champions. Mm-hmm. Uh championship. That you can because, really like, I, be a part I, of. I don't really count the MLS because it's like it's you know MLS has grown, but that's not a major sport in America. Yeah. That's not you know I've only been uh, an MLS fan for um, four years. I've I've been a Atlanta fan, you know Falcons, Braves, Hawks, my whole life, and they've gone through some rough times. Yeah, definitely. That was a championship for mm-hmm. the city. Exactly, because the Braves were the ones to do it, in my opinion. Out of all the teams, they've been the most consistent as the division winners a, a lot of years. They always are competing; it seems to be competitive. Falcons had their but, chance. You know, even those were looked at as as you know disappointing which, because which they is, only won exactly. one World Series. But it's like, yo, you know how hard it is to win a World Series, yeah, or a championship in any sport. Exactly, man. It's it's I just don't people just. You know, it, it keeps happening and repetition of it, and they just start saying, and then it does get. And I, I know that that feeling of 
this as a pirate fan is one I that I relate to the most with that. It's just like you know, oh, they're never gonna win. Like you're, you're like they're in your whole lifetime, they're never gonna win, and that that hurts because. Like I'm, I'm blessed to have other sports, the Penguins and the Steelers, that I've actually won a world uh, or a championship. That mm-hmm. I'm like, at least I was a part of that. Like that, like, I can't. There, not many people can say at least not just one, but two of their teams won a championship and twice, multiple times. Uh-huh. But the Pirates for me, the baseball has been is my, and I know you know because I think the Braves, the baseball is your sport, your favorite sport. Braves are your probably favorite right. team of of your city. So, and that's how. I hope someday I get that feeling of because that would be, be the most special, especially all the hardships that I've had to go, go through as a fan mm-hmm. my whole life. Because yeah. I, I was 21 when I saw my first winning season as a Pirate fan. 21 years yeah. old. Since I was born. That's sad. Took till 2013 to get a, a winning season, but they lucked yeah, out and got crazy. the playoffs. <laughs> So, you know, I, I, you know, and that, that, that kind of like bringing me a little more perspective of. I at least had winning seasons growing up, you know. They didn't always turn out well, but I had them, and they were there. They were there. So. But, hey, you're, you're at the top of the mountain now, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Finally yeah. did it. Goodness gracious. Whew. You looking forward to any, any sports this weekend? Well, right now my uh, Pitt Panthers are playing. They're up seventeen to nothing on North Carolina already. Yeah, they, that, I, I got it on the TV. They whooping that butt. Yep, and it's big because you know they got to win out or at least at least the next two for sure to make the AS, ACC championship. So right now, this is the main game I've been looking forward to. And then, um, see, Steelers played a line for me, but I'm trying to think who's the other. I mean, I, I'm interested to see the. The Packers in Seattle. See how that plays out. If Aaron Rodgers, we won't know yeah. to what Saturday night to if he can play or not. Is it Saturday night? Yeah, we won't know until Saturday. He has to test positive or negative, negative. <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah. So hopefully if he, he's already tested negative right yeah, now. You I, know, I, in I all seriousness, so. I hope he recovers. Yeah. Um, just fine. Especially for me, because I want him on the Steelers next year. So. Nah. Uh, kind of change the perspective on a, on the situation, but still. A little bit. But hey. Uh, yeah. His his skill level is all I'm looking at as as an as a athlete, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah. I think that game right there is one I'm kind of looking at. If, if Rogers is mm-hmm. healthy and able to play, that's going to be a, a good game I think to watch. Yeah, well, you know the Falcons playing the the, the oh, yeah. Cowboys. That's true too. Um, I think that's Dan Quinnbowl. Dan Quinnbowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll we'll see how that goes. I but, think Atlanta know, covers. It, it kind of sucks that the Falcons have to play the the Cowboys after what they did this past week. Because you know that the Cowboys are, are going to bounce back pretty well. I'm just yeah. hoping that the Falcons can um, put forward a good game and do what they're capable of doing, mm-hmm. um, which is like, you know, their offense is still pretty good even without Calvin Ridley. Um, and that's something that we could have talked about today as well. It's just oh, a lot oh, man, of yeah. On so much. Yeah, that, that was kind of surprising me. But, I mean, good for him yeah. for actually doing that. That, that. that takes a lot to be able to – to step away Absolutely. like that and your personal life comes first so yeah um you know i'm just hoping that he gets the help he needs exactly Same. my goodness but what a, what a hell of a return of slipping the yeah. man and what a, what a, what a uh, train wreck at the beginning which wouldn't want anything different so I, I, i'm glad yeah, that, that man. happened the, the, the train wreck and we got it moving now we know what we're doing uh, going forward you don't want to be in our way now let me tell you uh, <laughs> Anyway, this has been Slipping the Man, where we give you our notes, thoughts, opinions, viewpoints, all that other good stuff. We'll be back next week. Y'all take care. Peace.